with the belief that crazier things have happened because they have, you know, there, there have been so many wild things that have happened that could never have happened if we hadn't have developed that small inch of belief that would encourage us to take that step. And welcome back to The Sherilyn Show. I am literally so excited to dive into today's topic. So today we're going to be talking about the fact that crazier things have happened. And this is a little phrase that I have decided can carry me through some of the most doubtful times that I have. I think that all of us, no matter what we're experiencing, no matter what area of growth we're working on, no matter what goals we're going for, or no matter what situations we're in, there are always going to be an element of doubt that creeps in. And this doubt is ultimately self-sabotage because the doubt isn't actually the truth. The doubt isn't actually this is the outcome. The doubt isn't correct. But the doubt can actually steer us on a path that takes us away from the goal that we want to go on. So anytime that we think of a huge goal or a challenge or something, you know, outrageous that we're working towards, it can feel as though it's so big that we just don't know how to overcome it. We can look at this mountain and we can be sat on ground zero and be thinking, how the heck am I going to get from where I am to where I want to be? And then the logic comes in. And when I say logic, I mean, we don't know, we're not psychic, you know, we don't all know exactly how things are going to play out to the finest detail. (laughs) So when I say logic, the logic is often kind of mixed in with the doubt. It's like, oh no, because if I take this step, then this is going to happen. And if I do that, then that's going to happen. And with anything that we do, that it never is how it works out. I'm sure that any situation that you've been through in life or anything that you've kind of visualized happening, when you've actually arrived at that destination, whether it's, you know, motherhood or whether it's starting a new job or starting a new business, when you actually look back at it, it didn't actually play out in the exact same steps that your logic would have told you that it would have. It always plays out in a different way. So when logic comes in, mixes in with these big goals that we're working towards, it can actually, you know, freeze. It can make us freeze and make us think, hold on a minute what if that step doesn't happen? And what if this bit doesn't happen? And then we get all of these doubtful questions that then makes us think, you know what? It's so much safer to stay where I am. It's so much safe, safer not to take that step because taking that step means that, and then we you know, fill in the blank here because ultimately we can think of any reason. We've got in- incredible imaginations when it comes to all of the possibilities that could go wrong, all of the things that could you know, crumble down Uh, You know, we've got so much sort of vision about what that is, but we don't necessarily carry that vision through to, but what if this worked out how I wanted it to? What if this was, you know, the best case scenario came true? We don't always think that way. So my phase, my phrase that I've come up with when I'm thinking about these sort of big mountainous goals that just feel really unlikely, you know, unrealistic, and then that doubt starts to creep in, I just think crazier things have happened. And I want you to think back and I really, you know, take this podcast and, you know, pause it if you need to, you know, get your pen and paper out because I really want you to think about times in your life that crazier things have happened. So we might think, you know what, I'm going to apply for this job. I'm underqualified for this job. I don't even live in the same city as this job. I don't even know if I've got the right skill set, but I'm going to apply. And you have to approach that application with the belief that crazier things have happened because they have, you know, there there have been so many wild things that have happened that could never have happened if we hadn't have developed that small inch of belief that would encourage us to take that step. 
I can't tell you how many times my goals have sounded outrageous. They still do. (laughs) And they always will. And I think that if our goals sound too realistic or too, you know, achievable, then we're not really striving towards anything. If our goals aren't kind of stretching us to get out of our comfort zone, if my goal today is going to be, oh, I know I'm going to write a to-do list. That isn't really stretching me out of my comfort zone because I write to-do lists in my sleep. I love a to-do list. So it's never really going to get me anywhere. But how about if a goal would be or or something that feels a bit more outrageous would be, I'm going to put on my to-do list one thing that's going to make me feel really uncomfortable to get out of my comfort zone. Then that is a little bit different, isn't it? So my goals have very often sound outrageous, even to me. And then I think, okay, if I share this goal with anybody else, they're going to think I'm freaking crazy because I think I'm crazy. (laughs) But my inspiration isn't drawn from myself. My inspiration, my goals, all of that isn't just drawn of what I think is possible for me. It's what I've literally seen other people achieve. So it's those, I, I don't draw inspiration from people who haven't achieved the things that I'm going for. Because of course, if me and that person sit together and think about this huge mountainous goal, then between us, we're going to think, ah, actually, that's not possible for us, is it? Because we've not done that. Whereas if I draw inspiration from people who have actually walked that path, who have actually taken those steps, then of course, it's automatically going to be putting me in that sort of bubble of believability that this is actually something that's possible and sometimes we don't need to know all of the logic all of the steps everything that it takes sometimes we just need to know that it is possible and honestly pretty much anything is possible (laughs) pretty much anything is possible if you put your mind to it if you choose to believe off the back of the people that are achieving those things then there is no reason other than circumstances and you know the position of where you are in your journey right now and you know maybe the lack of sort of experience at that time from you getting from a to b you've just got to take the steps to get there we don't look at a you know a huge staircase and think okay how do i get to that top step and then try and jump for it because it's we're just going to fall down and keep hurting ourselves whereas if we cut out the shortcuts and just say you know what i'm just going to take this one step at a time I'm just gonna take this one ladder rung at a time. And on each of those steps, I might hurt myself a little bit, I might slip, I might have to pick myself back up, but I'm gonna keep moving up towards that very, very top step because that's what I've got my eye on. And if you go approach it with the mentality that crazier things have happened than me climbing up this staircase, crazier things have happened than me starting this business, crazier things have happened than me actually wanting to make a difference in this world and sharing my message without the floor swallowing me up. (laughs) So I have experienced a lot of crazy things in my life because I've just had this element of uh, believability. (laughs) Sorry, I've had this element of believability. So I've seen other people achieve things and I've seen other people do similar things to, to what I would like. And then I've kind of aligned myself with that energy and thought, well, if that's possible for them, they're not an alien. They're not somebody that has, you know, outrageous superpowers. They don't have, you know, a magic carpet. Like those are other human beings. And fair enough, maybe they are in a situation that makes it at the moment more accessible to them because they might be in the right, you know, geographical location. They might already be surrounded by somebody that's teaching them something. They might have already invested in mentors, whatever that might be. But them doing it makes this possible for me to achieve it as well. So one of the things that I actually remember embodying this outrageous 
level of belief was when I actually flew halfway across the world for an audition. So for those of you that have been kind of following along with my story for a while, or you know me, you know, personally, then you'll know that my background is in dance and performing arts. And you know, it's such an industry that I've always loved. And I've always kind of like thrown myself into it. And that was what I did when I was younger. I always wanted to to go for sort of like big shows. And I would audition for shows that I didn't even have, you know, technical experience to audition for. And I would still get through. (laughs) I'd still get through to the final stage because it was just this level of belief that I was like I have something to offer like I know that I can command the stage I know that I can draw attention I know that I've got incredible stage presence the rest the technique will just have to just hold on a minute because I'm not there yet um and I actually flew halfway across the world I wanted to be um an NFL cheerleader I wanted to go and cheerlead for a professional NFL team so I flew over to the states checked into a motel and when I say motel I mean like what you see on those like scary like American films <laughs> like, like those little, little horrible motel places I checked in um, and it, I think it was nighttime when I checked in as well which obviously was just horrendous and I remember actually having a conversation there was an event I was supposed to be going to in the UK um, but I said to my friends I said I don't think I'm going to be available for that event because if I make it through to this NFL, uh, you know, cheerleading round, then it means that we'll start rehearsal straight away and I'm going to have to be there. And actually one of my friends said to me, but do you really think you're going to get through? And, you know, she didn't mean it in a bad way or anything like that, but it was just this question of like, like, I know that you're going for it. I know that you're flying over there. I know that you're doing all this, but do you really think that you won't be back in time for this event? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to get through. And it was this outrageous level of belief because I had seen people get through. I had watched auditions and I thought, I can do that. What she's doing, I can do that. What all of these people on this, you know, YouTube audition thing are doing, I can do that. Like, I have the ability to do that. They're not aliens. They're no different to me. I can do this. I just have to put myself in the room and in the situation. So, you know, this job paid hardly anything. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you like what it was specifically that drew me to it, but I just had this huge energy that made me go, Sherilyn, you have to go for it. So I flew over there, checked into this like little, you know, (laughs) motel, and then, you know, rocked up at the audition grounds. And you know, the people that were auditioning were obviously already cheerleaders for their colleges, like, you know, American unis. Um, They'd already been on the scene in in the city and people knew who they were and they'd auditioned for a few years before and they'd done some events with the NFL team, you know, all of this. And there was just me, a little old Sherilyn, rocking up in the middle of nowhere. And I think there were like 150 people auditioning that day for, for this team. And there were only about 30 spots available. So I get in this line and, you know, obviously I'm the only like international person that's there. Um, everyone's chatting away in their little groups, you know, they've seen, they've spoken to people that are currently cheerleaders, you know, that it was very, I felt very different to everybody else in that sense. However, I told myself that crazier things have happened. People have done this before. There are people that have gone for things and actually achieved those things without, you know, believe, without other people believing that they could. And I thought I can totally do this. So I was there. And you know what? It was one of the most incredible experiences. I've never, I mean, I don't know about any of you, but like when (laughs) being in the UK, you obviously grow up watching loads of American TV, like loads of American TV. And I I used to always want to go to American high school just because they seem so much cooler than our schools, you know? So when I was there, it was almost like I'd gone into an American like TV show or something. (laughs) I was like, this is amazing. Like, it's so cool. 
Um, and you know, I got to know some of the girls chatting away and you know, I really, really worked hard in that audition. There were quite a few different rounds. Um, and I ended up getting through the dance rounds on that day. I was then called back for the um, photo shoot round. And then we had to do a quiz, like we had to do an NFL quiz about the actual game, you know, football, NFL. And I think I've watched like half a game my whole entire life. So I had been doing loads of research and loads of prep for this. And, uh, you know, I, I passed the quiz and then they announced it live on um on TV, like they streamed it live. My family were all streaming back in the UK and they announced my name and I made it through to the team. You know, I made it into this NFL team and I was super excited. I was like, I'm gonna be performing in the stadium. I'm gonna be working with all these girls. Honestly, like I made such a great connection with some of the girls there. Like we're still friends now, we still talk. And I met up with a couple of them when I went back over to the States not long ago. And I don't know why I was so pulled and so drawn to do this particular audition. But for whatever reason, I needed to be there. And it has helped me open up my network to meet so many people that have that same drive. They have that same mentality that says crazier things have happened. So, of course, I mean, if any of you know the rest of the story, you know, I stayed in the States for a bit, started learning all the routines, came back over to the UK, applied for my visa. And unfortunately, it was the year that Donald Trump went into presidency. And there was just a few changes with visas, particularly entertainment visas at that time. So it just meant that they were really cracking down on letting people in the country. And it was just a, quite disappointing because it was something that was way beyond my control, obviously. I can't argue with the freaking immigration policies. You know, it was just that it was just so strict. I really had to have a very, very valid reason to be there. And I didn't, you know, it, it wasn't that I, I couldn't be replaced. You know, there was somebody else that could totally do that cheerleading role. Um, and fill in that spot for me as a cheerleader. So it just was very unfortunate in terms of timing. But in terms of growth, believability, achievement, like it literally transformed my life. It made me think that, oh my gosh, if I can develop that sort of body of belief and really kind of carry that through into a result that gets me onto freaking NFL cheerleading like like team what the hell is possible for me you know what else is possible so I really want you to just take this you know take this how you will but think about some experiences that you've had in life when actually really if you were to write it down and think you know logically you know would this work out I mean, there's probably 99% of people in my world would have been like, oh, I don't know if you're going to get in because all those people know each other and you're going to be flying over. And, you know, I don't have the best, like, you know, dance technique. And, you know, there were so many things that were going against me, but I just chose not to listen to logic. And I chose to listen to the fact that crazy things have happened. This has happened before. It's possible. They're not aliens. We're all the same. And that belief is what ultimately got me onto the team and got me meeting some incredible people who I truly admire and look up to now. So in a nutshell, I really just want to kind of home in on the fact that, and I remind you all that we are just humans at the end of the day. If you see that something is possible for anyone else, whatever that is, whether someone has a baking business, whether someone has an Etsy shop, whether someone decides that they want to go into personal training online, or whether someone wants to write a book or, you know, create a YouTube series, whatever that is, it is possible for you because there is so much evidence that we've got access to that shows you what people have achieved. So rather than listening to people who haven't achieved those things, think about the people that have and think about what they would have thought in those early stages for them to get to that point of actually making it happen. Because they're not aliens at the end of the day. <laughs> people who are achieving things are not aliens. They have achieved that because it's possible, full stop. 
So I hope that you enjoyed this little message today. I'm so interested to hear your thoughts on this. And obviously I wanna hear any feedback that you've got about the topics that we're talking about. If you've got any ideas, feel free to reach out to me on socials. Um, and of course, if you haven't already you know, left a review of the podcast, I would be so grateful for any reviews that you do. But all of you have an incredible day and I'll speak to you very, very soon.